Welcome to Joanna and the Maestro. Hello, Maestro. Now, Stevie, I've got to ask you an odd question. What's your most embarrassing moment as a oof, conductor? Oof. Well, I think the, the most possibly embarrassing thing that could happen, because I, I have a, a, a great fear about it, and I'm sure a lot of others do, um, standing at the door, ready to go onto the platform, when the entire orchestra can see you and the audience can see you, I check my flies because the last thing you want to have happening is to go onto the podium and your st- and your flies. I'm afraid to say it are at eye level for everyone in the orchestra. Already, it's turning into okay. a very different show. Steve. Never thank happened. You. No, thank you. I'm, I'm going to stop. Careful. I'm stopping you there. If you have a query for me or the maestro, we'd love to hear from you. So do get in touch with us on hello at joannaandthemaestro.com. and that's it. Now back to the program. I love this. Christina Coquina Taylor's written in. She says, so my question to you, Maestro, so this is you, Stevie, is when that dreaded moment comes when something goes horribly wrong during the performance, <laughs> has there ever been a time when you've had to stop and start again or do power through and in the show must go on kind of way? You want to do each performance justice without jeopardizing the piece. So how do you decide what the balance is just to go straight on and hope the audience can absorb it or do you just... Tell me, have you had an experience of this? Oh, God. <laughs> no, what, of starting again? Or One of what? the most famous stories um, was of Sir Adrian Bolt at the proms. When they started off, I can't remember what it might have been uh, uh, a, a new piece, or it might have been something very classical. Someone, will, someone else will know this more accurately. But they started, and... After a very short while, maybe 20 seconds or 30 seconds, um, things began to go wrong. So Adrian Bolt stopped and turned to the audience and said, that was entirely my fault, and began again. <laughs> <laughs> but the extraordinary... Well, well yes, and um, when I was very young, I went into the pit to conduct act two of Arabella and the cue for the curtain to be drawn apart with people coming downstairs, um, the chorus coming down in swishing costumes. The cue was when the conductor turned round and looked into the camera that we have so the stage manager can see, um, can see me. Um, and I looked down at the stand and I still had Act One score on the stand. And in, in, in a split second, I felt panic and more panic and more panic. Because when I turned around, the curtain opened and people were coming down. <laughs> and I was supposed to start immediately, the curtain opened. Well, I couldn't start because... I needed the score for Act Two, and now the question would be, um, couldn't I have conducted by memory? Uh, no. And I, I, very few conductors conduct operas from memory. That's another story. Um, so w- what happened was that I started making signs of um, crossing my hands, saying, no, 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 stop like someone on a railway line. Um, and I also drew my hand across my throat and said, no, no, dead, I'm dead. <laughs> we can't carry on. Um, and eventually the stage manager got the, got the idea 
And um, I was just simply standing there in the orchestra, all looking up at me, um, bemused, and some of them were slightly grinning because we all love a disaster. Actually, we do. We all love a disaster. When, when there's a real disaster. Oh, I, I've got another one too. Um, but what happened to you? Just uh, quickly. Ah, well, what had happened was the orchestral manager had been in a union meeting mm. in the long interval, and it, it, um, he'd, he'd just forgotten to exchange my scores. Yeah. And I, I was very young. I put my trust in the machine to work. Do you always check now? Uh, unfailingly, yeah. I'm, I'm a bit obsessive. I want to actually be there mm. in, in my dressing room and hand over the score when a little knock comes on the door. Shall I take your score, maestro? And normally they come five minutes beforehand. Anyway, the, the, um, the, the, there was a pause when the curtains were, the audience began to mutter, what's going on here? And um, there was a pause and all of a sudden there was the sound of, of the orchestral manager running down the the stairs behind the pit and into the and the score was handed by <laughs> players um and 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 off we went again and the other the other um strange thing is not really a disaster um but it was um in in the middle of capriccio at grange park opera down in hampshire um there's a there's a a big scene when La Roche is talking about disasters that happen on stage, like the set falling down or something going up in a blaze. And in the middle of the scene, the fire alarm went off, um, <laughs> which brought us out into hysterical giggles. But there's nothing you can do when when uh, when a fire alarm goes off in a in a theatre. It, it takes everybody over and, <laughs> and some people say, my God, it's a fire and start running for the aisles. The orchestra it, it, it sort of stood up and thought, hmm, this doesn't happen very often and made their way very slowly out of the pit. And I followed them and we went out and did the roll call. Um, and then we came straight back in <laughs> and... Um, it, it was me, the stage manager came out onto the stage and said, uh, where would you like to go from? <laughs> and I said, well, let's burn Carthage again. And so <laughs> we started again. Um, but look, in, in the middle of a performance, you, it, it, if, for example, a soloist suddenly forgets, and this has happened to me, um, they, they they lose their way. This was a performance of uh, recording, actually, broadcast um, of Tchaikovsky's Violin Concerto. Um, and the, 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 the soloist just lost their way because they always play from memory. And this is not unusual. Um, and you, what actually happens is that... We we play on. You play on until um, you, some semblance of um, just coming together uh, brings us all back into the right place. And um, on on this occasion, I found myself looking at the violin soloist and thinking, um, if if. If the soloist shows signs of wanting to stop, then I'll stop. But actually, the soloist simply nodded 
and uh, I knew that we could go on and um, all came together again. Quite often people in the audience don't, don't even know it's happened. If you do things with enough confidence, um, that, you right. carry them with you. But, but look, um, you, in the theatre, for example, you, th- this can happen, can't it? When people <laughs> forget their lines... I, when I, everything from props out there, this. things happen, things go and wrong. And what do you do? You see, I you, think you, you... You work on round it. I mean, we're slightly different because we're not, we're not instructed by the metronomic beat of the piece of music. I mean... Yes, but the different... Can, no, no, no. In, in, in my business, in an opera, for example, or a symphony orchestra, if, if, if players go wrong or if someone comes in at the wrong time, that can sometimes lead other players into the wrong place. Mm. Um, but a conductor is there and can help by simply um, saying, no, don't play there with your hand up, and then cueing them. Um, but but in, in the theatre, you, you, you only have the stage manager. Who, and, and tell me what happens. Um, well, we've, when, got, we've got the prompt in the prompt corner, which is actually called prompt corner, on the book, as it were. And um, Giles Brandreth always tells that wonderful story about the three grand old actresses. I'm not going to say their names, but they were all very grand and very old and in a play. And and there was a deadly silence on the stage because they'd all forgotten their lines. It appeared, and so the prompt whispered the line, then whispered it louder, then shouted the line so the entire audience can hear. One of the actresses said, we know the line, dear, we just don't know which one of us says it. <laughs> I love all that, but we love. I mean, the whole of life is built on things going badly wrong. Apparently, the late Queen adored it when things went wrong. She'd say, "Oh, what fun!" Because she has to sit through so many ceremonies and so many things where everything's timed perfectly and, and um, is performed beautifully. So I, when things go wrong, a goat suddenly breaks free and runs across the yard. We, I, she loves we, that. We, I think musicians all agree too. If something goes slightly wrong. Um, you, you, we, we, we're not we're not perturbed because it is a razor edge. Now this is a question for us both. Have you ever fallen asleep during a concert? What when when I'm conducting? No, darling. When you're sitting and listening. <laughs> when you're conducting, it would be very funny. But when you're Who listening, thought of that question. It's come really on. funny. Come on. <laughs> because there is a famous conductor did actually doze off, but not while he was conducting, but while some dialogue was happening, and someone had to tug his trousers to wake him up before <laughs> the aria. <clears throat> um, um, have I ever fallen asleep in a concert? No. No, I have not. Well, I can say yes, I have. But that's because whenever I sit down anywhere and they turn the lights down, I go straight to sleep. I'm like a sort of Pavlov's dog. So I have slept. Not because the music was bad, not for any reason other than I just go to sleep. Um, We've got to stop now, Stevie. I hate it when we have to stop. But will you please keep on writing in? We really do love it. And although we've only read out maybe seven or eight of these questions, 144,000 came in. So thank you so much. (laughs) 